Blog Talk Radio. Saturday morning, 
and police say they found a wrecked car near that scene. I want to know what your thoughts are, as well as the audience, on should that police officer be charged? What do they think needs to happen in that instance? The lady that made the call felt like somebody was breaking in her her door. It was 2.30-something in the morning, and, of course, I wouldn't have answered the door. But I'm just curious as to what your thoughts are on that issue. Uh, I'm pulling the story up now, man. You, you know, one thing about these conversations is it kind of gives us an opportunity. You know, it, a lot of stuff can get under your radar, your personal radar. You know, if, if you're living your life and, you know, you are you listen to your, your iPod in your car, you could really miss some of these stories and, and, and you could miss what's going on in our communities across the country. So, first of all, you're bringing me up to speed on this um this particular issue. So I'm pulling it up right now, and uh, we're going to read it and see. Uh, it looks like the police officer is charged with manslaughter. Is that it? That's it, yeah, in North Carolina. All right, doing North Carolina. After charges, yeah. early, early Saturday morning, Jonathan A. Farrell knocked on the door in the neighborhood in Charlotte. He was apparently seeking help, according to Charlotte police. But the early morning knock frightened the woman who answered the door. She called 911. Police responded, and Pharrell was shot 10 times and killed. What the, what the, God dang it. Now, I, I mean, I don't and know. And I'm, I'm emotional about that because I'm feeling, oh, my goodness, what is this? I'm feeling Rodney King. I'm feeling all this Zimmerman trial all over again. What in the world is going on? I would be interested to know the demographics of what's going, the racial demographics that's going on right here. Um, there's something to be said about knocking on somebody's door at five in the morning, but this is the thing: the police had to respond. They had to get there, which took, which took some time. They had to. There was plenty enough time to not murder this guy. I, I right, think, and the fact and, that and, they and, shot him so many doggone times, they had to have seen that there was some distress with this dude. Police said initially that uh, Officer Randall Kendrick was justified in the shooting, uh, who police said ran, charged, and advanced on Kendrick and two officer, other officers. But hours later, police called the shooting excessive. Kendrick, 27, has being charged with voluntary manslaughter. Uh, Pharrell, 24, former Fork, Florida A&M football player, was unarmed. The shooting of a young black man by white police officers has raised questions about the police response. I mean, as I read more about this story, man, this just bodes of, of, of trouble, man. I mean, we, turn, we look to the police to be our voice of reason. We look to the police. I mean, I tell people all the time, you know, don't say fuck the police because you can't call Rodney Perry in the middle of the night. But it turns out that if you call somebody in the middle of the night, you can mess around and get shot ten times, which is completely overkill. If that is that if that's a word, what's your right? Thought? And and this uh, the officer Randall Kendrick that that did the shooting. I understand that he's got some other charges against him that no one's really talking about. So. I really would be interested in hearing more on that as well. Uh, it says here in this article I'm reading from the L.A. Times, the evidence revealed that 
Mr. Farrell did advance on Officer Kendrick, and the investigation showed the investigation showed that the subsequent shooting of Mr. Farrell was excessive. Police said in a statement over the weekend, our investigation has shown that Officer Kendrick did not have a lawful right to discharge his weapon during the encounter. Yeah, you what's know. so interesting is that there were other three officers that were also on the premise that did not shoot. So that's mm. interesting to me as to why did this one officer shoot and the other three did not? Exactly. Man, this is this is really this is really disturbing. I think we got to make sure we keep our eyes open on this stuff because you know what what happens a lot in these cases like this is you know the 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 masses aren't in the know. I mean, you just educated me on this and and I was able to pull it up in a couple of seconds. It t- it took no time for it to come up. But you know, in the meantime, uh, this family has lost a son and uh you know, a a, a good young man. So uh, it's really sad to hear. Let's open up the lines even further. 707, you on Roddy Perry Live. Hello? 770, Atlanta, you on 876. Hello? Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. It's JT. Oh, what's up, Johnny Vance? Hey, hey man, I mean, were, were you uh, up on this story? Did you know anything about this? I knew a little bit about it. Uh, I don't. I don't really know the particulars about it. I think it's, it's, it's fairly new uh, right now, so I don't really know all the details of it just yet. So, so, um, man, it's the trip when you look out, you know, over the um, the the airways, man. I mean, I I I reached out when when I decided I was going to do this show this afternoon. I was like, well, let's let's let me just pull up some news articles and see what's going on. And this was one of the things at the top of the list, and then it just so happened that Marlene brought it up as well. Um, it, it's kind of disturbing. It seemed like it's open season on black folks, man. What you think? Uh, yeah, that, I mean, that's pretty much uh, kind of what it is, you know, with the Trayvon Martin situation. And um, it was also it's a situation with another FAMU kid uh, before Trayvon Martin. So, I mean, I, I'll definitely agree to it. Um there needs to be some justice on this situation in particular. Uh, I think Trayvon Martin's situation was a, another another story, but um, this one sounds like it was just um, <laughs> let's shoot him. It's late at night, you know. So right. I mean, hopefully, some justice brought to the situation and uh, and very fairly quickly, as opposed to you know years on like a year or two down the line, like it was with Trayvon Martin. So. Well, well, you you know, I think that you know the difference between this and a Trayvon Martin is that you know the case, the they're at least doing the right stuff to execute the case in the outset. You got to think, uh, you know, um, George Zimmerman wasn't even charged for weeks, so at at, at least they've kind of rectified this very early on in this situation. So. Uh, uh, we look forward to justice being served. Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. Tune in to Roddy Perry Live. If you want to uh, call, talk, if you want to holler at me, uh, give us a call, 718-305-6383. Uh, on the line, you on the line, call our, your number's blocked, so I can't see. What's up? Yeah, hi, Rodney. Uh, how are you? I was just perusing the website, and I thought I'd um, drop in and comment on this. First of all, in, in the rule of a struggle, uh, the first rule of priority is to know your opposition. 
so mm-hmm. I, I read the story myself, and what happened was, according to the story, the account, is that this gentleman had had an automobile crash, mm-hmm. and he was in North Carolina. Is is that the correct location? Yeah, it looks like it took place in Durham, North Carolina. Well, well, the story come out of Durham, North Carolina. It happened, looks like, in Charlotte. Right. Well, same difference. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the same state where there were, I think, a number of uh, people who identified themselves as black, about 25, and a white woman was un- uncomfortable, and she asked the manager to have those people expelled. Uh, w- were you aware of that also? No, I didn't know about that. Okay, you can easily pull that up. 25 blacks expelled from some chicken wing uh, location. I don't know why they would be going there, but nevertheless, right. uh, what happened is, is, is they, according to the account again, the guy had an accident, and he knocked on the door, presumably of, of someone that was Caucasian. And, of course, they didn't let him in, and they called the police. Well, when they call the police under those circumstances, that's like burglary or, or attempted robbery or mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. on that order, correct? Right. All right. So you have that scenario, and possibly you have uh, white police officers, and they come out. Now, this guy could have been disoriented or whatever. Yeah. And he, uh, uh, it, it appears that he didn't attack anyone because they said the police officer fired his weapon uh, illegally, he, he wasn't supposed to do that. But my point well, well, is this: well, there's a short-term and a long-term fix. Uh, the short-term fix would be to know where you are and know how to deal with your enemy. The appropriate thing for this gentleman to have done is is to try to walk to a service station or something. And I'm talking about to save his life. That's the right. first order of priority. Uh, it would have been more appropriate for him to have done something else, maybe try to flag someone down on the freeway. Now, I, uh, I don't mean to cut you off. What, what's your name? Uh, Mr. Solution. Uh, Mr. Solution, now I, I want to back up a little bit because you said something I think is, is really interesting, is that he was in a car accident, so he may have not been in his right mind. Well, I, I'm just saying he was he was shaken up. He he had yeah. enough uh, uh, frame of mind, obviously, to try to seek help. And all I'm saying is the ultimate seeking of help is to not do anything that gets you killed. Would you right. agree? Oh, completely. Absolutely. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. So the short-term and long-term fix is to know – I think he was from Florida – uh, which may not be much different, but the, the the real point, now the short-term fix, as I said, would have been for him to not go to a home. He realizes who he was and how he would be perceived, and that's very important. Perception is crucial here because I think that's what everything hinged on is uh, improper perception. Would you agree? Absolutely, but now, now, would you would you buy into this concept, Mr. Solution? Is that there is a certain um, subsection of African Americans in this country that that don't believe that that this type of stuff even still exists? So, what type of, define this the type stuff. Of, this type what of type violence. Of- this type of violence, this type of, you know, I, I, I see how you, you address um, those people as the enemy. 
And so I, I don't know if everybody that's of African-American descent still believes that we're at war, if 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 that makes any sense. Well, the thing of it is, it, look, the thing of it is, is knowing one's environment. And all I'm saying is it would have been better, and, and these are things that need to be talked about. Uh, mm-hmm. When you don't talk about something, you, you become uh, lax in it, and you become uh, careless uh, to the point of losing your life. Yeah. You must know your environment. And all it's I'm saying like is... It's almost like we should have, we should have some is, sort wait, of... Wait, let me just get this point if you don't mind, please. May uh, yeah, I? I'm sorry. Go, go ahead, please. Yeah, thank you. I'm talking about being proactive juxtaposed to being reactive. There's a big difference. Go ahead. Understood. I think I think ultimately what what we're saying is that there should be some type of rules of engagement, you know, that we all kind of know about. Well, yeah. Now the short term, we've just talked about the short term. Know your environment. Know your opposition. You know, you have to carry yourself, uh, hopefully, to where you don't get yourself killed. And that's what we're talking about, prevention. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. The long term, which may or may not ever occur, is to become empowered. Because remember, people who see themselves as your competition are always going to pick on the weakest link. So if you're perceived as weak as an individual or as a weak group, you will be picked up on. That's just the way the world works. Go ahead. Understood. Hey, man, thanks thanks a lot for the call. Uh, Marlene, thanks for, for kind of educating us on this this issue. And I, I think we all agree that, you know, more, this is a tragedy. But more than that, we have to really take steps to, to begin to, to be aware always of our surroundings. Thanks a lot for the call, buddy. Sure, I'll hang out. Hang out. Cool. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. Y'all stay right there. We'll be right back with more Rodney Perry Live. And I would do anything for love. Oh, I would do anything for love. I would do anything for love. But I won't do that or that or this. Are you ready for more laughs, a new stage, and more Rodney Perry? Well, the wait is almost over. That's right. Off the Chain is coming back. This fall on Bounce TV. Bounce TV. TV. Our way. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. We are back in full effect. Uh, we, we, we just had a great conversation. Uh, we, we covered what's going on in North Carolina right now with the Pharrell uh, shooting uh looks like there was a uh uh unlawful shooting a police officer shot an unarmed african american suspect upwards of 10 times wow so with that uh let, let's let's move on man let's let's move on let's 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 get into something else uh let's talk um the return to television of Arsenio Hall man i'm i'm really excited about this i i've been watching the show the last couple of nights um, you know, and haven't had opportunity to be on late night television. It's a, it's 
really refreshing to see somebody of color back in that situation. Uh, what do you guys think? What do y'all think? Arsenio is back. Arsenio is back in full effect. Uh, let me go to Marlene. Marlene, what do you think? Arsenio is back. What do you think about it? You know what? Uh, Arsenio was the man back in the day. I mean, after a 19-year talk show hiatus, he was truly the man of late-night TV, and I enjoyed seeing him. So I am looking forward to seeing him come back this fall. Yeah, man, the, the show has been really uh, entertaining. Uh, I watched it last night. I did have a slight beef with him because I watched, I want to say, on Monday. And I think when you're African-American, there should be a black guest on every single show. You know, so that that show that I watched on Monday didn't have any black guests, which I'm sure that's the way it works out sometimes. And it and it's probably, you know, speaks to who he is, that he has this great following and that he can, you know, get, you know, guests that aren't African-American. So um, uh, I'm a fan and uh, I, he had Kendrick Lamar on last night. So it's great for for these people to get an opportunity to get back on television. I think that is huge. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him on. He's still funny. He's still telling jokes. He's saying there's less hair and less shoulder pads, but um, <laughs> he's still the same old guy. So I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of lineup he's going to have this fall. Hey, it's going to be great. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. If you want to talk, man, give us a call, 718 305 6383. Mr. Solution, you seem like a pretty serious guy. Uh, have you been uh, checking out Arsenio? No. <laughs> like no. What, in, any thoughts on him returning after uh, after eighteen, nineteen year hiatus? Well, you know, under the rubric of uh, you know entertainment, I mean, he's an entertainer, uh, so I I, I can't. Okay, I can't discover anything really profound uh, about Arsenio. I mean, it benefits him and obviously uh, the people who are connected with him. Uh, the uh, entertainment industry is highly lucrative, and uh, that's because, you know, there are so few people in it, and they're uh, broadcasting to a large number of people. But I tend to look at it like that from its economic and sociological uh, aspects. But in terms of entertainment, I mean, I'll probably eventually get around to viewing it. Uh, what channel is it on, by the way? Well, well, he's syndicated, so it's relative to what city you're in. But, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'll just I'll, I'll find out. But, no, I, uh, I don't have anything against Arsenio. He seems mm -hmm. like a you know, round-the-block uh, type of guy. But uh, I don't think it's anything to get all, you know, overly uh, enthusiastic over. I mean, it's I, just entertainment. I mean, but, you know, I mean, entertainment kind of makes our world go around. Entertainment makes makes things palatable, you know. And, you know, for for people to get an opportunity to be seen by those masses, that's a very powerful tool, right? Well, you know what, it, it, it is, and I understand the implications of, of uh, you know, the cyber cybernet. But, see, this is the thing. Too many people depend on other people's ideas of entertainment 
uh, and re- realize that entertainment has an educational value to it, too. It's also educating you on something, even mm-hmm. if it's just dumbing you down, taking up your time. And so, you know, the way the way I see it is, is that, uh, uh, sure, be entertained. I, I mean, all of us, we, we, we enjoy entertainment. But I just think it's this uh, dependency that can create problems. Uh, Arsenia is just one of a whole, you know, series of, of entertainment that could potentially uh, thwart a person from what their real goals should be. You, you know, they're wasting their time. But at any rate, it's 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 fine. A little bit of Arsenio, I'm, I'm sure, is not bad. I hear you. Hey, 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 again, man, thanks for thanks for hanging in with us. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You tune in to Rodney Perry Live. We're talking about everything today. We're talking about entertainment. We're talking about current events. If you got a current event, throw it in the mix, man. The number is 718-305-6383. This is Rodney Perry Live. Hi. You are not going to believe this. I bought Pepsi Next. What's Pepsi Next? It's the new cola from Pepsi. It's got real cola taste, but 60% less sugar. Real cola taste. 60% less sugar? Mmm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I know. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but this is the most impressive mm. thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. Oh, definitely. Oh. <laughs> I've never had anything like it. My parents are going to Yeah, they're going to be so proud. Introducing Pepsi Next. Drink it to believe it. Are you getting this, honey? Going viral. Fourth down, Coach. What do we do? I'll tell you what we do. I want you to go on the field. Look for anyone with an O. Let's kill them. With kindness. Jimmy, I want you to make balloon animals. Tyler, make little tea cozy. Something fun. Are you okay? <laughs> we will win this for Mother Russia. Coach, eat a Snickers. Why is that, Chief? You get a little loopy when you're hungry. Better? Better. Now let's go work! Yeah! Go get them, guys. You're not you when you're hungry. Snickers satisfies Hey, Snickers does satisfy. Thanks to Snickers for giving us some love on that. Appreciate y'all. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. Uh, it's time for me to make a celebrity call, man. I got a lot of celebrity friends in my phone book. And, and I, you know, from time to time, I like to reach out and just let them know that I'm out here, you know, hollering at them. So let me go through my phone. Ba 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 I had this comedian, man. This dude is so funny to me. I'm going to see if I can catch him. See if I can get him on the line. Boom. Let's dial a number. Let's see. Bam, bam, bam. Bam. Bam, bam. Bam, 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 bam. See if we can get him on the line, man. This, this is uh, one of the funniest guys in the game. He goes by the name of Esau McGraw. Let's see if I can get Esau on the line. Tell me who you are. So that when I call you back, I'll know who to ask for. Esau. Esau, it's Roddy Perry, man. I'm calling you live on my radio show. If you get the 
Just call within the next few minutes. Give me a call, 718-305-6383. All right, be good. Hang up on him. Oh, I know I can call. I missed this call the other day. I told y'all my birthday just passed. Celebrate my birthday. I had a great time out here in um, the great state of Georgia. Uh, New York City, I'm coming to see y'all. I'm coming to New York this um, next week. New York City, I'm shooting a pilot for uh, a show I'm developing. It's a game show. So look for that. It's coming uh, probably within the next year or so. And uh, I'm excited about it, so you guys need to be excited, too. It's Rodney Perry. Turn in Rodney Perry Live. Let's see. We're going live. I'm in my, I'm in my phone book. This young lady, very talented actress. Hi, I'm Tangerine. What's your ah. name? <laughs> hey, Tan. Rodney Perry, uh, you're live on Rodney Perry Live right now as we speak. Uh, if you get this message in the next few minutes, give us a call, 718-305-6383. I'm going through my phone, y'all. I'm calling my friends just to let them know what what, what Rodney Perry got going on. So uh, we, we, we're going through here. I might call somebody that's not famous at all. That's the type of brother I am. <laughs> I will do that. Uh, let's see. Boom, boom, boom. What is going on in the world? Oh, I better not call her. My wife might hear that. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, we're looking at, at the um, the current events. Miley Cyrus is big in the news right now. I don't know. I don't know if I'm, I'm a fan of Miley Cyrus or not. I mean, I used to like her when she was on TV with her dad, but it looked like they just lost complete control. But at the same time, you got to respect her because she's she's you know she's earning a, a legitimate income, you know, through this. We know everyone's looking for ways to save. Why not? So um, I tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna call this lady right here. This this is my go-to movie critic. I'm calling my movie critic because I want to know what's happening. What movie should I go see this weekend? So I'm going to bring her on the line. Y'all hang on. I'm going to run a commercial. When I come back, we're talking to the, um, the Rodney Perry movie critic. <laughs> Stay right there. We'll be right back. One, two, three, four. The Black Tour is coming through your door. The Black Tour. That's Rodney Perry's comedy tour coming to you this year. That's right. Every city we're coming to. Check it out on my website, www.rodneyperry.com. You don't want to miss it. Hello? Sherelle. Yes. This is Rodney Perry calling from Rodney Perry Live. How are you today? I'm okay. How are you? Pretty good. I was just telling my audience here that you are my go-to movie critic uh, with On The Real Reviews. Uh, what's the, what's the must-see movie out there right now for me? Um, <laughs> I'm really caught off guard. Let me see. <laughs> I'm thinking... The must-see movie, if you have not seen it, um, and while it's still in theaters, go see The Butler. Um, I, I'm, 
I'm really digging that movie and the performances that were put down by um, by Forrest Whitaker and Oprah. She she was bad and she was good and and, and all of that at the same time. Yeah, I, I watched uh, Arsenio Hall last night, and they had the the the, the gentleman that was played that played her son in the movie. And he he said he said Oprah, you know, she hadn't been in a movie in a while, so when they told her to slap him, she slapped him for real. She yeah, and she was I mean she was cussing and smoking and all kind of stuff. I mean, and and you could just see that although she hasn't been in a role in a long time. She showed a lot of development from her you told Hoppo to beat me personality. I mean she she did a good job, a really good job. You you know what I think, and you can tell me what you think about this. I think that sometimes who you really are tempers how people receive you in a role. Like uh Monique was great and precious because we knew her as a comedian. So Right. It was a major departure from what you think you knew about her. If that had been Lynn Whitfield, it would have been like, what the hell? Or Lynn is another crazy bitch again. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I definitely agree with that. The lens in which you look at somebody is 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 greatly shadowed by those interviews that they do, you know, to pub up the movie. You get to know that character, who you think that character is. Um, and it's kind of it's kind of interesting to be able to see if that person gets on screen and totally flips the script. Those folks tend to be um, the ones that get rewarded the most and tend to be the folks that get the most um, discussion happening about them and and, stir, and things stirred up about them and their performances. Word, word. I love it. Well, I know I caught you off guard, but you know, and and for anybody that don't know, uh, Sherelle is also my sister. And uh, she has her website. It's called On the Real Reviews. You can get your movie reviews right there. And uh, she is definitely. Well, let me tell you something. When Oscar season get here, that's when you want to really. Oh, it's know, not a game. It's it's not a game <laughs> at all. It is really not a game. Y'all will want to tune into that website, and and you will get all the details, the who's, the why's, the hows, who you love, who we hate, who we rooting for, and who we gonna be mad if they win because they showed it deserve to win. Is the butler a front runner now, right now for Oscar? Right now, yes, but but I don't like to form that up because I think a lot of big movies are getting ready to roll right now. Um, coming into you know the October, November, December time frame, that's when the lens is going to be a, lot, a whole lot more clear on who the front runners are and, and who the top five or six movies are for the year. The butler is could be one of those though. It really could be one of those. I, I, I kind of, I'm kind of looking forward to Lee Daniels getting some accolades. I, I mean, you know, uh, he, he is. The awards have kind of eluded him. Well, what didn't Lee pull it for? Uh, Precious. Uh, he didn't get. He didn't get like best director or you know what I'm saying. He, he, didn't he get got that. writing, I think, didn't he, or something. He, he pulled something totally unexpected because everybody okay. thought it was going to go a different way to win uh, the year Precious got it. And, and so I thought he got some sort of accolade for that. But I definitely agree with you. I'm looking forward to him getting his, um, getting some props this year for um, great work that he put down in uh, The Butler. Now, I know this might be a little out your lane. I'm reading on the uh, CNN homepage right now that Justin Bieber may be oh, playing Robin in the next Batman. 
Justin Bieber need to go somewhere and sit down. <laughs> okay, I don't know if that's an official movie commentary or whatever, but I think him and Miley Cyrus both need to get some lazy boy chairs and go somewhere and sit the hell down. Hey, why, why are you? That's playing? my official comment on that. <laughs> Boy, why, why are you joking? That's kind of the that that was the sentiment recently when I, I was watching an entertainment show and they were saying that uh, uh, Justin Bieber should get together with Miley Cyrus because they both you know basket cases. Yeah, they. I, I I wish the best for those two celebrities in particular, but I think that they are both. Uh, some kids that are a little bit lost trying to find their way. Maybe in the next four or five years they'll mellow, mellow out and, you know, figure out who their real personality is. But yeah. for right now, they're just stars for attention, and, and any attention is good attention to them, even if they look like jackasses, which they do. Hilarious. Collectively and individually, jackasses. Hey, hey, can hey, I come hey, on hey, your show? You can. Jackasses. I've done it. Fair. Yes, yeah, I've late. done it. It's over with. <laughs> hey, 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 thank you for thank you for picking up. You 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 picked up. You answered the call. And uh, the next question I want to pose is this: Paula Dean is back, y'all. Paula Dean is back. She looks slim and fit. She's probably been stressed out like a mug. Paula Dean is back. Before I, before we talk about Paula Dean and and that old situation, I gotta go to this go to the line. I gotta call. Caller, you on the line? L A. Hey, it's Tangerine. Tangerine, oh my God! I just called you Tangerine. I know, but you know what? This area code comes up on my phone every evening, and it's a weird recording trying to sell me some home invasion insurance. And so I didn't answer it because I thought it was them again. My bad. Huh? Hilarious. I'm, well, I'm I'm not trying to say you know home invasion software, but I, I was telling I was telling my audience I like you know I got celebrity friends. You know, and I have a segment I do. I pick up my phone. I just start dialing people's number. And, and um, I, I remembered you called me the other day and wished me happy birthday, which was so amazing. I had a chance to talk to Clayton, but I didn't get a chance to talk to you. So how are you? I am fantastic. I am fantastic. And I, I love you so much. And I was so mad at myself that I didn't call you until right after midnight. And I was like, oh, I missed his birthday. I know he's on the East Coast. So it was like I missed it by more hours than I realized. But <laughs> um, but yeah, I love you. I love you dearly, and I hope that you did what you wanted to do for yourself on your birthday with your loved yeah. ones. I hope. I hope. Yeah. Yeah, we had we had we had a good time, and um, it's crazy because when when you call, it was like four a.m. here, and I <laughs> I was just trying to give me a little nookie, like right in that little moment. So I was like, oh, oh, I was cock blocking. I'm so. Oh, sorry. you were severely <laughs> cock blocking. <laughs> You know what? I li- I'm glad. Well, I'm gonna assume it was with your wife, and I'm gonna say yes, that I'm glad yes, yes. that you are still looking forward to having Nuki with your wife after all these years. That's beautiful. All right, I love it. So, so what's, going on, what's going on with you right now? What do you What do you got going on in your career? Um, well, I just started a film festival, uh, a monthly film festival. We just had our first one on Monday, and that's when you called. I was actually trying to stress running around planning it because it was that evening, and mm-hmm. it was a lot of you know nuts and bolts to just make sure it happened. But it was really great, great turnout. People were saying they loved it. They wanted me to do it every week. It's me. Uh, my company is called Citric Cinema, and I'm in conjunction with a company called Seven Ways Entertainment, and we call our film festival shorts and stuff because we don't just show short films, but we have live performers, comedians, singers, um, little live sketches, whatever, pianists, whatever. So it's, it's just a lot of fun, and it's free admission. Wow. 
And you know, if it's free, people are going to show up. So it was a packed oh house. The red people carpet. love it. Yeah, so the next one's October 14th, so we're already taking submissions for films and ideas for that. And every month is a different theme. This was comedy uh, Monday. October's will be horror, so we're taking horror movie submissions and, and maybe horrific poems, I don't know, just whatever can be along the lines of scary and creepy. So, yeah. Hey, hey I, I I love it. I completely love it. Uh, you're always reinventing yourself and doing fly stuff. And, you Thank know, you. Uh, you, one thing I love about you is you, you, you constantly create, you know, for yourself. You don't wait on Hollywood to say, hey, we want you, little girl. Yeah, who's, who got time for that? I mean, every day I'm getting a little bit older, but I'm also getting a little bit wiser. And I still, you know, I, I deal with Hollywood. I have my TV shows, uh, the, the show Family Time that I do with Omar Gooding and Angel Conwell. Mm-hmm. And I played the lipstick lesbian of Angel Conwell. That's going to be coming back. We're shooting season two in October. So when we start to actually finish the, when the ink dries on the contract, then I'll be promoting the, the network and the time and all that stuff. But, yeah, I'm, I, I work with Hollywood, but then on the side, I do my own thing. Because, you know, like you, I get your newsletters, Rodney Perry. You got your own tours going on. You got your, <laughs> your, uh, your, your Never Deny acting class going on, improv yeah. class. Like, you got the radio show every week. So, you know, I'm following your footsteps, man. Hey, hey, we we are definitely getting it. Thank you for uh, thank you for calling back in. Uh, let me let me throw this out. Uh, Paula Dean is back. What's your thoughts with the real life uh, scandal lady getting Paula Dean out of this mess? Wait a minute, the, the, that that black woman who helps people get rid of their problems, the one that the movie, yes. the, the TV show scandal is about. I, exactly. I did not know that she helped Paula Dean get out of prison, but I mean to get out of to get out of hot water. That, I need to read up on that. Tell me more about that, or let me listen to what your other callers say about it so I can chime in, because I didn't know that, but that's funny. And that proves that lady is good at her job. <laughs> that lady is the real deal. Like, if I ever get in trouble, I'm going to call her. Right. She's our new Johnny Cochran. That's what's up. Wow. <laughs> I love it. Hey, hang on, sweetie. Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You're tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. We're going to Texas. Texas, you on the line, Roddy Perry Live. Hello? Dallas. Dallas, you on. What's up, Roddy Perry? Who this? Marcelina. <laughs> Marcelina O'Line. Me and Marcelina go back so far. I'm such a huge fan. And this is the thing about Marcelina. I'm just telling the, the audience this. We've been playing Scrabble, and I'm sure I'm currently whipping her ass. You didn't even have to do that, Roddy Perry. I know you were sick on that last one because it was so close. Yeah, I was whooping you completely the entire game, and then out of nowhere, all vows. So that's the only reason you took it. Well, you know, I, this is the thing, Marcelita. I'm not the best. I'm just better than the people I play. So look, let's do this. Um, the um, the whole thing with with uh, Paula Dean, um, I mean, we heard about her. They asked her has she ever used the N word, which which I would have been more mad had she lied. <laughs> you know, I'm with so, that. you know, I. But but did you know the, the young the the lady that scandal is based on got her out of got her out and back in the news and back in the press? What do you think about that? Now see, I didn't know she had done that, but I mean, just from the whole little issue of it, I had mad respect for Paula Dean. Number one, anyway, because I'm a foodie. You know, fat girls love to eat, and she really show you how to cook. But 
she she told the truth off the top. She didn't lie about it, you know. And if you listen to her when she talks, I don't really think she had malice in it. You know what I'm saying? It's like from a, a place where she really don't get it. You know what I'm saying? I I think she gets the negative connotation of the word and everything, but in the aspect that the people were listening to her and um, trying to get this whole situation crunk up, I don't think she meant it in a in a harmful way. Either way, it was wrong, but I don't right. think she meant it with malice. You know what I'm saying? The, the, I, I completely hear what you're saying. I don't know if I agree because you know when you're a grown up you you know you know you know what's socially acceptable um yeah. but but I, I i do really understand what you're saying and like you say i don't think she meant no harm but at the same time this is the thing about the word nigger or the n word or whatever you want to call it right now and i've always mm-hmm. said this there is no retort there is no if somebody called me a nigga, there is no comeback. You know, cracker right. is not adequate. Nothing else has the, the sufficient amount of venom. And that's why this word will never go away. That's why it'll it'll continue to be painful when people use it because it still holds that generational stigma. You know, what right. do you think? I mean, it, that's absolutely true because, I mean, you can't take it back the the origin of where it came from came from a hurtful place. It came from a place where it was meant to hurt your feelings, meant to downgrade you. You know, we try to spin it and make it everything we wanted to make it. It still goes back to what it is. I mean, it should be something that's probably removed, but, I mean, nine times out of ten, you say it every day, I say it every day, and anybody else says it every day. It's not going to go away. It's not something that's going to change. It's all about your acceptance of it and people being knowledgeable knowledgeable about what they should and shouldn't do, you know, what's really not acceptable and what really how should we should be accountable for the things that come out of our mouths. Hey, I completely agree. Marcelina, thanks for calling in. What you got going on now? I know you're working somewhere doing something fly. I work. I'm still working for Doug Banks, you know, um, associate producer for that show. Got my own little thing. You know, I'm baking these cakes, son, the pretty tasty cakes and pastries, killing them over here in Texas with these cakes, and that's about it. I'm chilling. Hey, hey, I love it. I I love Doug Banks, man. Uh, the show is sounding great. I do miss Rudy Rush. I got to be honest. Uh, yeah, a lot of people miss Rudy, but we working with George now. But, you know, I love Rudy. That's my boy, so... I mean, I don't have no control over everything. I just work there. You know how it goes. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> you ain't got to tell me. Hey, tell George I said hi and all all the family over there, man. You guys are sounding great. And, and again, we, we we miss Rudy. Rudy is one of my favorite comics. But George George Wilborn is, too, you know. <laughs> so yes, one, one, of my, one of my friends say, George sounds like an old woman. <laughs> oh, my God. That laugh, my dude. Have you heard it? <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't, George. I can't. Oh my God, I love that dude though. I love that dude. So, hey, 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 Marceline, thanks for the call. Hey, um, Virginia, Virginia, you on live, Rodney Perry live. What's up, Virginia? Hey, what's up, Rodney Perry? Family, what up, I ain't talk, seen you in a minute. It's low keys, dog. Oh man, what's up? <laughs> what's up, bro? <laughs> man, you know what? I've been doing my show Mondays in the afternoon, and I was like, you know what? I need to go in the evening so I can get to some of these real folks. 
What's been up, man? Nah, man, so I was, uh, um, I'm in VA right now. I came up here and went back to school for a minute. I'll be back down there um, back at this, like about the middle of December. Good stuff, man. It's, uh, education, you can't never have too much of that. Uh, what's your thoughts on the Paula Dean thing, man? That, that's in the news right now. Uh, man, I just kind of feel like, wow. <laughs> that's all I can really say because um, – I listened to your comments. I listened to um, the ladies' comments before, but I'm I'm with you as far as like you growing. You know what you're saying when you say it, and and my my thought on that is was with her, um, Riley Cooper. You're only sorry because mm. you got caught. You know wow! What I mean? Come on now. If you didn't, if you, if nobody caught you saying it, you just still thought it was cool. You know what I mean? So I'm sorry. I just I just I ain't ready to see her on TV or nothing. She need to be go somewhere and sit down because like when you're you're in a professional spotlight like that and everybody goes through some kind of diversity training everybody goes to some kind of to where you know sensitivity or tolerant whatever you want to call it and you know better you know better when it comes out your mouth and and you have a you have a high level of intelligence to be on tv most of the times anyway so you know you knew what you were doing you just started because you got caught seeing you go somewhere and sit down unless somebody else that knows how to carry themselves better be in the spotlight. You had your time. Enjoy your time. Now move off to the sunset. <laughs> hey, 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 low keys, man. We, we talked. We talked about this a little bit earlier. I wanna, I wanna throw this out there, man, because this is a little more serious. Uh, I don't know if you know about the story about the uh, the, uh, the young man in, in North Carolina that that got shot ten times. Uh, had you heard about that? Oh, yeah, I did. I didn't. I haven't got a chance to really sit down and research everything on it. But I, when I heard about it, it kind of like pissed me off. Like ten times. Come on, for real, ten times. It, it reminds you of um, of, um, of uh, Sean Bell up in New York. It's like this excessive. Yeah. What's up with all these cops getting all excessive on one on, unarmed person? You know, yeah, it's it, just it, like, it, it was it was definitely an overkill. Just just to bring you up to speed on the story, uh, the, the young man that wrecked his car early Saturday. Uh, his name was uh, his name was Jonathan. Oh yeah, he a. was running. He was running to try to get help, knocking on the door. Yeah, I remember that. Exactly. Yeah, wasn't no, yeah. Are you kidding me? It's early. Oh my goodness, that just this whole. But it all goes back to George Zimmerman. Nobody wants to talk about it. It all goes all back to George Zimmerman. That opened up a license for everybody to like have open season on niggas. Period. It, now, now, if if that if that's true, what do we do, man? I mean, uh, we talked to to the solution earlier. He has some thoughts. What what can we do to be prepared? Uh, Biggie said, "Grab your gat." No, I was kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. It's like because if you retaliate, it, it it can lead to something way worse than what it is right now. So it's almost like. Conversation. Everybody keeps saying conversation. The conversations need to happen, and both sides need to look at how serious things really are between us. Because going through 400 years, and we're still talking about the same shit, still getting wow. mad over the same shit with each other. It's like when is this going to change? It's almost like you know the the, the definition of ins- of insanity. We going and through it, saying the same thing back and forth over and over again, looking for a difference. When we just start saying. The difference of which is the real truth about what's going on, not just you know trying to be all politically correct. Politically being politically correct to me is for pussies. You know, I'm mm. sorry, but you, you got to wow. say what it is, how it is, for it to really you know get to the level of of attention it needs. 
and there's no there's no respect. So it's like if if I feel like if I could say that and be politically correct with it, I know it bothers you, but I'm politically correct with it, so you can't really take it like I was saying this so as negative because it's, it's almost like saying I shot you once, but I, I could I, I didn't shoot you three times. I just shot you once, but you right. still got shot. You know what I'm saying? So. It, the dialogue has to happen for real, and both sides have to be accountable for what's going on. And I mean, we can't, we just can't keep pointing fingers and throwing stones. We got to start really just, really talking and really trying to get to a solution. I'm hoping that happens, because if not, it's just gonna get worse. Hey, hey, low keys, man. Thanks for the call, man. Really great commentary, brother. All right, brother. It's good to hear. I'm I, I seeing you doing your thing, bro. I'm, I'm proud hey, of hey. you, bro. Trying to get it, babe. <laughs> trying to get it. Hey. Hey, Tangerine, I want to bring you back in. Um, uh, we, we talked a little bit earlier about Arsenio. What's your take on Arsenio returning? Uh, is, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Is it is it too late? Is it too soon? Is it right on time? That's funny that you asked because I was sitting in VIP seats at the, the taping yesterday um, for Kendrick Lamar and for Dr. Phil's episode tonight. Um, like I was at a free concert. I had a ball. I'm glad he's back. Um, I did. I wasn't thinking about man. I miss him. I miss him. I miss him. I was thinking mm-hmm. in general. I miss late night TV because I was disappointed yes. when Monique's show was canceled. I was disappointed when George Lopez was canceled because those are the shows that someone like me would be able to be on, and someone like me could learn about other people that I'm interested in in the industry by hearing their interviews. So I'm happy that he's back, and I want him to. I want the monologues to continue to get better and better in the beginnings. I want him to get back into the groove. He looks comfortable. Um, I'm I'm excited that I can now learn about some of the the artists that I care about and 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 hear him interview them in a fun urban hip way mm-hmm. and, and ask yeah. real questions too. Ask some real questions. I don't like um, sometimes we get a, a show and we only ask the nice things, but I want people to actually dig, and I hope that he's able to do that. Yeah, I, I, I've been watching him for the last couple of nights. I saw the Kendrick Lamar show, which was a breath of fresh air because the show he put on on Monday, he had no black guests, and I was like, "Oh, really?" I got, I got a little hey, like. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Who was it? He had like um, uh, the guys from uh, what's the name of this new show? Um, um, Seth. Well, I Seth, Green. Seth Green. He had uh, oh, the. Oh, okay. Yeah, Seth, not Seth, not Seth, but the, the little short guy that's on the show, oh, Dad. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, so go ahead. So he, he, he had the guy from Dad's. He had uh, another young lady that, that had just got an Emmy, and then he had um, this uh, country group. And Ooh, and, okay. I, and I was like, okay, I, I get I get the crossover. But I'm like, there are so many black acts that need that platform that, you know, I was, I, I felt we had lost that. And then a couple of nights later, I see Kendrick Lamar, and I'm like, okay, okay, he's just got to do it all, you know. Yeah, and, and tonight you, you'll you see, uh, who is it tonight? It's a, it's a black again. Kareem and, and, and um, Bill Bellamy is performing. So he brings it back, but he he did throw a white girl in the mix of that. He threw the right. a lady from us. Uh, she used to be on West Wing, but now she's got a new show. Uh, no, that's the chick from Moms. Yeah, the chick from Moms is is on in the middle of the Kendrick Lamar one, I think. So he's mixing yeah. it up, and I think what's happening is he's trying to cover his bases so that he's not canceled again, and also he doesn't want to pull out 
all the stuff in the beginning of, okay, I know all these celebrities who also happen to be black and are big names and the people are going to want to see, but then I'm going to run out of those people. And then mm. what am I going to do next, next season? So he's got to mix it up so that he saves some good people and also so that everybody's watching and not just us watching because it's not on BET. It's on yeah. a network. You know, it's a CBS uh, channel on KCLA. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he needs to make sure that everybody wants to watch it and it's not just us watching it because, honestly, we don't always support our stuff. We talk mess about the Monique show when it was on. Why does she always got to go, baby, baby? I mean, we had so many jokes about her, and then look what happened. She went, she went to the Oscar and then loses her TV show. Like, where is that? Where does that ever happen? Where they, where they do that at? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. But we talk mess yeah. about it behind his back, and so if we need everybody to support it because we all always support each other. Yeah, well said, well said. Um, last thing, you were there live in the studio. Is it me or are Arsenio Hall's fingers smaller than they were years ago? Hysterical. They are not smaller. They're skinnier, but they're still long as a mug. Because I was looking at them yesterday like, man, I remember these long-ass fingers. They are still there. <laughs> Maybe his body is growing into them, but them fingers are still long. That is the trademark. He got that hand like that, that Chris Rock hand. But he's funny, and he's good off the cuff. But he's got a great skin. He looks, he still looks good. And I'm, I'm happy I'm happy he's back. Right. And as as a Hey, 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 a good friend of ours on there doing some uh, man on the street interviews soon, so look out for that. Oh, nice, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. So ISIS, well, you be good, and uh, we'll be looking for you in the in the stratosphere. And uh, thanks for calling. Can I plug my website? Can I plug my website? Please, please. It's not. Please. I just want people to know who's talking because I know that everybody listens to this later. Tangerine.com. It's not spelled like the fruit. It's spelled T-A-N-J-A-R-E-E-N. You can find me on all the social sites. Thank you so much, Rodney Perry, for giving me a call. I love your show, and I love that it's in the middle of the week now. Yay. Well, I don't know if I'm going to be doing this all the time, but I just felt like it. You know, <laughs> one thing about blog talk is I can go live when I feel like it. So, hey, all thanks right. a lot. All right. All right, y'all. Hey, y'all, it, it's been an incredible show today. I want to thank all the people that called in. Thank you to The Solution. Uh, I think he really gave us some solutions. Um, uh, all the great callers, man. All y'all is too many to, to name, but I just want to say thank you. Thank you to uh, Miss Marlene. Uh, thank you to Melo Keys. And uh, thank you to Tangerine and uh, my sister, Sherelle. Thank you. So you all were incredible. You all made me uh, have some fun today. Um, look out. Uh, I can go live anytime. I have show will travel. You all never know. I am just I might go live and just talk for an hour next time. It might be just me. That's how I get down. Uh, let's, let's keep an eye out uh, for what's going on in North Carolina with the uh, Pharrell case and also uh let's let's not let's not forget that uh uh words are very 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 powerful all right that's my show for today y'all have a wonderful wonderful day be good